there. Welcome. It's Aristotle Full Throttle. This is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Uh, you're in the right place if that's what you're looking for. If you were looking for a Shakespearean acting, uh, that's down the hall and to the left. Uh, welcome to the show. I just, uh, I got to tell you, I just got dragged on someone's stories. Got dragged on someone's stories who's got 650,000 followers. They didn't call me out by name. But I saw what they said, and they they posted the DMs, you know? They posted our DMs, and uh, depending on who you are, they look innocuous. They could be innocuous. They could be completely innocuous. But if you're this person, <laughs> they were just, they said that, uh, what did they say? They weren't even that angry. They were just, like, dismissive of it. And I was like, really? 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 Because not everybody, I don't know, you ever get dragged on someone's stories? It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. It just feels like, we, you don't even, like, like, you're not even my friend. You don't even know who I am. So anyway, we're back. I was just talking about being dragged on the internet. I was dragged on someone's stories today, someone who has 647,000 followers. <laughs> it doesn't feel good. It's not a good feeling to be dragged on the internet. Um, you know what I mean? Has that ever happened to you? Someone just they didn't they didn't say who I was. But again, if you read the conversation, it's just like All right, well, Clearly, these are two different opinions. <laughs> one's not right, one's not wrong, but the way that they reacted to the situation seemed like an uh, overreaction to me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this has happened before. When I did a TikTok a couple years ago about how what it feels like when people ask me constantly my ethnicity, you know, that's like always like very important to other people. It's very important to other people to for them to figure out my ethnicity and where I'm from or who I am. And But outwardly, without sitting there chatting with me, there's so much noise in the hallway always. There's always so much noise in the hallway. And I find that ridiculous and repugnant and, and silly. And, um... Shall we watch Moon Knight? Who wants to watch Moon Knight? If I open up this browser and start watching Moon Knight, will it destroy everything? Please don't destroy. <clears throat> I think if you know me, that the conversation would seem innocuous. I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> but if you know me, you'd be like, oh, okay. That sounds about right. But if you don't know me, You'd be like, okay. <laughs> Some people just get, they just want content for their stories. You know what I mean? They just want to gripe about something. Like I'm griping about someone griping right now. I find it highly ridiculous. All right, I'm going to share a watch party for Moon Knight episode four. Who wants to watch it? Who wants to watch? Uh, yes. I was watching a bunch of episodes of The World According to Jeff Goldblum the other day. It was fun. We were sitting on the, the couch just, just watching 
every single episode possible. Just watching the world. I wasn't feeling well the other day. I was feeling run down. Um, but I'm feeling great today. I'm feeling energized. I feel better. They fixed my sink. My sink was busted, but they fixed it within a day, which was nice. Uh, they said they'll even come back and fix it if it's draining too slow. They said, let us know. And I said, I will. Thank you so much. Here's a five. Now, I didn't tip the guy, but I don't know if you're supposed to tip the the guy who comes to the building. Uh, you're supposed to tip that guy? I'll, I'll put $5 on my rent extra. Um, so I'm logging in. What's my password again, ladies and gentlemen? What's my password? I love that. Yeah, there we go. So I'm going to watch Moon Knight. And you're going to watch it with me. Trouble creating my account. Why do you have trouble recreating my account? What is it? I can't log into Disney. Did someone change my password? It's case sensitive. I gave out my password. Maybe Disney's like, we're cracking down on passwords like Netflix is. Netflix don't allow nobody to share their passwords. Come on. That is everyone's God-given right is to pay for one account and split it between 10 people. That's what we're supposed to do. It's written in the Bible. It's written in the old, old, new, new, double, new, old future testaments. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to save that password because that's the correct one. You know what I mean? Here we go. Sharing Di Disney Plus with family creates separate profiles. Against I already know about this, guys. Come on. Well, if you want to chat with me, I think we'll have to do it in the, the chat here. This is great. You know, I'm really excited that the podcast is taking off. People are really listening to the podcast every day. I'm getting a lot of listens. It's exciting. The show is turning way more into a podcast, so I might do it like at 9 a.m. Because right now, nobody's watching. <laughs> they do watch the VOD, which is good. Uh, video on demand. They're also watching on Twitter. Like I'm getting, you know, like 50 or so views a day on Twitter, which is not bad. And uh, YouTube is, is, is lacking. YouTube and Twitch. What do the people do on Twitch? What are they doing on Twitch that I'm not doing? Playing games? All right. Watch this. I could juggle. Just give me three of anything. You want to give me three oranges? You want to give me three tennis balls? You want to give me three cheeseburgers? I will I will juggle them. You want to give me three tax forms? Did you guys file your taxes? It was tax day yesterday. You had up until yesterday to file them, and I think you have up until May 15th to pay them or receive them. Your taxes, that is. Moon Knight. This is what I want to watch. Go to home. Go home, Disney. All right, so I'm going to watch it. I'm pressing play. I'm going to share the link. If anybody wants to watch Moon Knight with me, here come the link. We're going to group watch it. We can talk about it. Here come the link. I'm going to add to... Here it comes. Be ready. Now join the, the group watch. If you want to group watch it with us. If you got Disney+, Plus. Probably on my password. Got dragged on the internet. 
you know, I got to get used to it. I got to get used to having there be like a million sides to every story and how everybody's going to come at every conversation with where they're at. And they may not even give you the chance. They may not even give you the benefit of the doubt. They may not even give you a chance to be like, oh, this was innocuous. Let me just take a step back and go, oh, this was innocuous. I've been reading. I'm, I'm serious. I've been reading a lot. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm like, Joe Biden, come on, man. Come on. I'm serious. Go get him, tiger. Uh, you know, I've been reading a lot about the Stoics, the ancient Stoics, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca. And when I say reading, I say watching YouTube videos on it because that is the modern reading. It's the required reading. It's the modern reading. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of videos on it. And it's really interesting. I haven't really followed Stoicism. I'm more of like an existentialist and absurdist. But when I think about, you know, I'm not an Aristotelian guy, if that's what you're thinking, just because of my name. People be like, oh, yeah, you must follow Aristotle. No, Aristotle was, I don't really like, you know what? People think that he was real smart and they're like, oh, that's a lot to live up to. But listen, I guarantee you that I know way more than Aristotle, the original, the OG. I probably know way more. He didn't know calculus. I mean, I don't know calculus either, but he didn't know that, uh, you know, he didn't know about vaccines. <laughs> I learned about those. I know about them. That guy didn't. Just saying. He didn't know algebra. Maybe he did. He and Pythagoras used to hang out, draw triangles together. So I'm just saying, uh, I'm I'm watching these guys. I'm listening to them, and they're talking about how uh, you can't come at a conversation with where you're at, and you can't meet someone where they're at, especially if they're coming at you with uh, anger or frustration. Or you got to just go, oh, they're coming at this from a different point. So I just got to just keep my cool, stand my ground, be myself. Allow them to do what they're going to do, but don't let it affect me in the sense that if someone is coming at you with like some immature response or calls you ugly, you're ugly. You know, you could just be like, okay, well, what is their opinion worth? What is that worth to me? What is their opinion worth to me? To call me ugly? To call you ugly? What does that mean? Where are they even coming from? They're just coming from an insulting and immature place. And you got to go, okay, well, they're not equipped. They don't understand that uh, that's not a really mature way to deal with things because they're just unable. So you can't get mad at people who aren't uh, able to do certain things like, you know, think. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, I saw the movie last night. I saw Nicolas Cage's movie last night. <laughs> I should be talking about that. I don't see anybody in the watch party. So I'm not going to watch it unless there's at least one other person in this watch party. But if no one joins it, I'm just going to talk about the movie Massive Talent. What is it called? Massive Talent? I forgot to write that down. I saw it. There's a Massive Talent review. Here we go. I saw the Nicolas Cage movie last night. And uh, I got free passes to go see it. Uh, they sent to me in the email. They were like, hey, this is Lionsgate. You want some free passes to go see Nicolas Cage's new movie? And I said, yeah. Sign me up. And then they said, okay, here you go. 
And then I went, and then there was a long line, and we waited on the line, but we got pretty good seats. This is not a bad seat in the house. This is the AMC in Burbank. And then we watched it, and uh, there was a lot of executives there. You know, you could tell it was like a lot of, uh, I was going to say label executives, but a lot of studio execs there. And this guy behind us, oh, my God, this guy behind us was like an influencer, <laughs> I guess, because <laughs> he kept yelling into his phone. He kept being like, uh, Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm gonna hear we at this place, blah blah blah. And then I was like yelling, tag me in it. I was like saying things off the camera so that it would like land on his Instagram stories. I was like, shout out, tag me in it. So that was funny for us, for me to be just like jumping in that. And then when the movie started, this guy just wouldn't stop talking. He just kept like shouting things out, thinking he was funny. But aside from that, this guy, I don't want to give him any more time because he thought he was being. He, this is a this is a frustration again. Talking about Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and the ancient Stoics, <clears throat> when some people are not funny and think they are funny, I find it very frustrating. <clears throat> I don't want anyone to confuse. I don't want you to confuse the loudest person in the room for the funniest person in the room because they're not often the same person. A lot of times the loudest person is just people are, they do nervous laughter and polite laughter around the loudest person in the room. And uh, that's never, I don't know, I don't know, I, don't, I hate the loudest person who's not funny because then you just got to be like, oh, but you know what I do whenever there's someone who's loud and they're not funny and they're trying to be obnoxious and try to get everyone's attention? Like literally they will talk and I will just face the other way. I won't even face them. Well, just if you're stuck in a situation where there's someone who's loud and obnoxious and trying to demand everyone's attention, just completely ignore them. Because it's like the you know, for me, it's satisfying because I know that I'm not giving them anything that they want because they're they're demanding it in such a uh, unearned and revolting and annoying way. So I just say I'm not even gonna look at you. Um. So this was like the guy last night behind us. Don't confuse the loudest person in the room with the funniest person in the room because they're often not the same. Often not the same. But those people, clearly, they don't know how to read the room. They don't know how to read other people if they're just going to be like, I'm loud and not funny. You're like, oh, you're just going to stay loud and you're going to stay not funny because every time you open your mouth, you think... That you're being funny, and you're not. It's very frustrating. It's a very frustrating situation to be in for me. I don't like it. Hate it. But anyway, the movie started. I didn't realize that Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, was in this movie. The Mandalorian himself. And then you had uh, I forget this actress's name, but she's a wonderful actress. She's in the television show. I think it's called Trainwreck. It's on Amazon. It was such a good show. It is such a good show. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Um, Carrie Fisher, I believe, was in that show. I think it was Trainwreck. If anybody knows the name of that show, let me know. And the name of that actor. She's great. She's the Irish lady. She's very, very funny. She's a very, very good actor. She should be in more things. Just telling Hollywood. Uh, so this movie called Massive Talent, I could... <laughs> Interestingly, I could relate to it. It had Nicolas Cage. If you're a Nicolas Cage fan, you probably have seen him in lots of movies where he's like yelling about bees. Oh, not the bees. Not the bees. You know, 
so there's a lot of nods to his movies like Con Air and Face Off and Guarding Tess. <laughs> but however, they never, never mentioned they never mentioned um, Peggy Sue got married or stuff like that. They never mentioned the Outsiders or whatever. Anyway. They, there's a lot to mention. Nicholas, they did mention Mandy. Mandy's a great movie. He's in that. And I was like, he's like, oh, is that the chainsaw for Mandy? And one part, one scene, because I don't want to spoil it, but there's like scenes where he's referencing other his own movies. It was an interesting movie, but it was very much like the movie Being John Malkovich. But also even, which was written by Charlie Kaufman. And it was, there's even a movie called Adaptation, written by Charlie Kaufman, Starring Nicolas Cage, who plays Charlie Kaufman in the movie. So Nicolas Cage is play, do, do, basically redid this movie, but with himself. So there's the movie. If you guys seen the movie adaptation, it's great. It's a movie about, now dig this. There's an orchid that grows, it has adapted to live in a very specific area in marshlands. And I believe it's Meryl Streep who writes a book about the adaptation of this particular orchid. And then Nicolas Cage's Char Charlie Kaufman writes a movie adaptation about her book about a plant, a plant's specific adaptation. And then the movie we're watching is an adaptation of the script that the character in the movie has adapted from a book about a specific adaptation. It's, a, it's an incredible Charlie Kaufman rabbit hole. Um, it's a very meta. Charlie Kaufman is a meta type of dude. Now, I'm not talking about Facebook or nothing. I'm just saying he likes Instagram better. So, Charlie Kaufman is in it. And then Nicolas Cage also plays Charlie Kaufman's twin brother. And then this movie is very structured very similarly. In the sense that you're watching the movie that they're trying to make. And you're into, you end up watching the actual movie. So it's not an original idea. Massive Talent, the movie starring Nicolas Cage as Nicolas Cage. Nick Cage, I'll call him Nick Cage because I'm cool. He's cool. We're all cool. We, they didn't mention Ghost Rider or Ghost Rider 2. But he, he's good at it. He's funny. He goes over the top in scenes where you're like, Oh, yeah, that is something that he would do, and he does it, and he fully commits because he fully commits. He's a guy who fully commits because he needs money. He's a guy who needs money. He lost a lot of money with Bernie Madoff, apparently, or he lost a lot of money getting sued and stuff over the years. I don't know how Nicolas Cage lost his money, but dude needs money, so he does every movie, and that's kind of a part of the joke in the movie that he's down on his luck, and then... Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage's bromance is pretty hilarious in this movie. I really enjoyed it. It was really, really funny. Um, that part was the heart of the movie. The movie has heart. Their relationship is funny. Um, there are some really funny moments in this movie. So I would say overall that it's a good movie. It's like a three and a half, four throws out of five. That's It's a B plus, A minus. It's like a B plus, solid B plus, solid A minus. I'm going to give it a B plus. Not too shabby. I don't know. 
just alone here in my thoughts. I was, I, again, I was talking to my friend the other day, and they said that they don't think about anything. And I said, I need to know this special talent that you have, this special skill, this ability that you have to not think about anything, because I'm constantly thinking about everything all of the time. Someone asked me the other day, they said, would you like to see ev everything and everywhere all at once? And I said, this sounds like a tall order. That's a bit much. But I'm always thinking about everything and everywhere all at once. So if you guys have like a ball peen hammer and you just want to, I'll just point to the spot on my head where I need you to hit me because that'll, that'll turn that off. That'll make sure that we stop doing that thinking. <laughs> we got to stop doing that thinking, don't we? Why do I say we? Why do people say we? There's always the I. I was listening to Alan Watts, as you do when you have uh, crises. I was listening to Alan Watts, and he's like saying that there's that I sense. There's always that I sense. You can be any age. You can be like a very young kid, but then you grow up, but there's always that sense of I, like that sense of self. You might know more than you did when you were a kid, but there's still that little being inside of you looking out through your eyes. You know what I mean? Being. Oh, well, I'm out of focus. That's meta. It's a show out of focus about being out of focus. Hold on. Is that going to work? Don't adjust your eyeballs. It's just your screen. How are you today? Yeah, this is the worst time of day. I'm not going to do the show anymore at this time. I'm going to do it in the morning. I'm going to do it as soon as I wake up. Get out of bed, do the show, and then start my day. <laughs> I think maybe in the morning my ideas are more fresh. Plus, nobody's tuning in at this time, so just listen to the VOD. I mean, I do appreciate it, yeah, if we're listening on, as to the podcast version of this. It's kind of like your daily. Hopefully, hopefully it's like your, it's what you need to know today. If you guys listen to the daily, the New York Times daily, the guy who does it often, mostly, he goes like this. He's like, I it's the New York Times. And this is what you need to know today. <laughs> Here's what you need to know today. I make fun of people's voices and I make fun of the way they talk because I'm allowed. You can make fun of me all day if you want. <laughs> I have a podcast. You could hear my voice. I have a I have a soapbox. Make fun of me. You could wear a big fro and go around with glasses and say you're me and go and go like this. Well, actually, well, actually, well, actually, all day. And I'll be like, ha, 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 you're making fun of me. Great. I'm not so sensitive that I can't take it. I don't like to be dragged on Instagram stories, though, especially when someone has 650,000 followers and they're like making fun of me. But they, they didn't call me out by name but still it's like wait a second you miss we're coming at this conversation as two different people and we're going away from this conversation as two different people and then you're skewing it in your stories from your viewpoint which is clearly if i had a say in the matter if i had a voice in the conversation if i was able to defend myself people would be also see my point of view so I'm just saying to you personally out there, I'm going to drag you back on the internet. You, you're being dragged also. 
Um, so congratulations. We done dragged each other. Sarah Hofstede Art says, I find it interesting that people tell a story and start to say you. You know, like when you're talking to your friend and you start wondering about stuff you can't really focus and you think about you instead of you and just, and you just, you know, when you go like to the store and you buy like a thing of milk, that's, is that what you're trying to say? I got to tell you about this conversation. It's crazy. I'm not going to tell you though. I'm not going to tell you about the conversation. Wait, who made fun of you on Insta? I'll tell you later. Um, Here, I'll text you. They, it was out of context, by the way. It was definitely out of context. Because they said things, they didn't mention, uh, it's out of context. Um, my messages aren't popping up. Remind me later. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you. Um, oh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's just noise. My friend says, F that noise. Uh, here, I'm sending it to you. <laughs> but I got to get used to it, you know? I got to get used to people coming at me from not, you know, but also one-sided conversations. People are going to come at me and they're going to say what they think I said or what they interpret I said without me being there to defend myself. And if I was there to defend myself, I would be, it would seem like, okay, well, this is an innocuous conversation. Looks like you were just looking for fodder for your Instagram stories. Um, here. I think that's the person. I sent it, I think. I th- there it is. Um, My computer, obviously, is very slow. It's like me. Uh, Anyway. I would just like to say that they failed to mention something at first, and then they backpedaled, and then they said, oh, by the way, yeah, anyway. And then it, like, seemed to, like, they even seemed to be less mad about it by the final story. (laughs) Um, So ridiculous anyway I just find it interesting that when you are transparent with people that when you're transparent with people who seem to be like forward thinking not forward thinking but just also like they seem to be they they go around acting as if they're all accepting and and um and that they are um i don't know they just go around with a certain type of attitude like, like uh, virtue signaling this is what i'm talking about people who virtue signal and then you say something to them and then they come at you with like a very judgmental tone and then you're like wait a minute 
this is nothing to do with how you've been virtue signaling this whole time. Now you seem judgmental about... Uh, clearly, it's it's how someone is coming at the conversation and where they're coming from. And it's not me. It just feels like an ego bruise, you know? It got bru- My ego got bruised because I'm like, you don't even know me and you're coming at me and your stories in on a one-sided tip also skewing the whole conversation in a way <laughs> that if you read it, the out-of-context writing, if you read that section of the conversation... It seems one way, but then if you pad the sec, if you say what happened before it, it doesn't seem so weird. Do you know what I mean? They just made it. They made it weird. I'm just saying. You know, it is frustrating. It's frustrating when you you can't. You know. I just know that this person is talking about me because they posted our conversation. <laughs> but it's fine. It's like, okay, well, you want to have, feel better about yourself. Maybe because it's 420, they were high, and they just weren't hearing me from the, the, way, the way that I was coming at them. I think, maybe, I think that's what it is. Because the stories right before that are all about smoking weed. <laughs> and not that I have anything against weed smoking or weed smokers i'm just saying that could affect how someone interprets what you're saying um anyway anyway what are you gonna do what are you gonna do um i think about this all the time uh if you can't join them beat them that's what i say if you can't join them beat them Um, Sarah Hofstead Art says, what's your favorite virtue signal? I love when people fixate on you guys and say that's exclusionary. Fine, but let's talk about a real problem. Oh, yeah. See, thank you for getting me start fired up on this. This will take the rest of the show. <laughs> yes. I see oftentimes, I see uh, a group of females, ladies, women, Girls sometimes call each other girl. You know what I mean? These are not me saying this. These are observations I've made. Um, <laughs> blurred words reminds us people are weird. Sometimes you should not people. I know. Uh-oh. People. That's what I say every day almost. Um, but I would say that oftentimes ladies, women, females... Uh, of that persuasion, people of that persuasion will say, hey, girl, hey, ladies. Also, like Sarah Hofstede reminds us, the term you guys, a lot of times people are categorizing that as a microaggression and exclusionary. However, I, in my entire lifetime, have never considered you guys in the context of being exclusionary, I thought of it always as inclusive. However, these days, you're going to get, you're going to step in it if you say you guys. So what I say is y'all. 
until we start saying that is a uh, racist against the Southern people who say y'all, I don't know. That is regionist. You're making fun of people from the South who can't speak English properly. You're saying y'all. Okay. You all. Well, when you say you, that's not inclusive of you yourself. So you should say we all. And when you say we, it sounds like you're having fun. Um, shout out to my man, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg said, how come when we're having fun, we refer to ourselves and other people? So I'm saying like when um, you say you guys, you can say, okay, well, thanks. I'm going to say y'all from now on. So I don't have to get into this conversation with you. But I have seen women call each other in groups of women say, hey, guys, you guys. I've seen ladies call each other this. Tell me you haven't. Tell me you haven't seen that. Tell me you haven't, and I'll show you examples of times you have seen it. <laughs> so in my, from my perspective, and I get the times are changing, it, it has never been exclusionary. It has been inclusive. That's fine. How We could now say y'all. But the real problem, as Sarah Hofstede reminds us, is not that. There are real, actual underlying hateful people that are truly harmful there are people like you and me you guys sorry y'all who are not again marcus aurelius says you know you gotta if someone's coming at you and saying you guys and they're not meaning it in a in a um in a harmful manner. They're not doing it in a passive aggressive manner. It's not, you know, then you've got to be the bigger person and the, be the stronger person and be the person who is more impervious to these types of slights to be like, I am okay. I can move on from this moment. I could see that this was not their intention. So now I'm including intention in some things. I used to say, you know, it doesn't, for instance, it doesn't often. I think when you say sorry, it's when you hurt someone, even if it's unintentional. So if someone, if you come at someone says you guys, and someone's like, oh, that actually hurt my feelings. Maybe that it, there's something that you could be like, oh, I'm sorry. I hurt. I'm sorry that I hurt your feelings. Because it's like if you elbow someone in the face, if you turn around and you elbow someone in the face, you didn't mean it. There was no ill intent. But you did elbow them in the face, and hopefully you're sorry for that. I'm sorry. I will be careful next time. I will try not to do this. This is how you apologize. And um, there are bigger fish to fry, as Max, uh, what's his name? Max Senate and Batman Returns says, got bigger fish to Selena Kyle. I got bigger fish to fry, so I pushed it off a roof. <laughs> I forget how he said it. What is the great line? So, uh, for instance, I went to a school my freshman year. This is this is why this is very frustrating to me because my entire life I've always been a musician and and uh, and been among artists. This is my entire existence since I'm a baby child. I've always associated with people who are uh, unique, people who are themselves, people who 
let their freak flag fly, as it were, people who are uh, expressive in their true self. And this has always been something that I have been fully accepting of as a human. I just am. That's just me. That's just how I've always been. Ask anybody I've grown up with. Ask the people I still associate with from childhood. They just say, yeah, yeah, he's always been inclusive. Because look at me. I've been excluded, (laughs) especially where I grew up, so I could relate to folks who are being excluded from certain mainstream things. And then when somebody says, you know, to me, um, who accuses me of certain things that clearly are not who I am, especially if people know me, it really hurts me. It's really hurtful. It really, really affects me. And I don't like it because I think if someone took them, took a moment to actually understand where I'm coming from or understand who I am, if they talked to me instead of about me, that would be way more helpful. But I find that a lot of people will talk about you and, uh, you know, they're they're kind of formulating their whole idea of you based on maybe one out of context scenario, one little thing. Then now they can talk about you to whomever. They can start to form their opinion about you to whomever instead of having a conversation with you. Hey, what do you mean by that? What was the thing we were talking about earlier? Um, you know, maybe when you say you guys, that could be corrected. That could be something that you know you say y'all. But I went to a school. I went to SUNY Purchase my freshman year of college. So as a child, when I'm growing up, I went to a school that was known for being inclusive for the LGBTQIA plus community. Just totally inclusive of that. It was very well known, like it was called like the Rainbow University, basically. So I, did, I went there because it's an art school and it had artists and, I, and a music school and a film school. And I went there because of these reasons. Fully aware and not even caring <laughs> that the, you know i did appreciate it but it wasn't it wasn't part of it wasn't on my radar to be hateful in any way toward people of different stripes so i was just but but the funny thing the ironic thing is people on that campus which was a secluded campus so you had to like drive for like 5 minutes to get to this campus through like the woods basically maybe 3 minutes and you get to this like secluded campus where everybody who was there is very aware of the population of that campus and uh but there would be constant protesting <laughs> all throughout the year you know just chanting and protesting and i was thinking it's 11 p.m. I want to go to sleep. I know we're all cool with this here. We're all cool with everybody here. Everybody here who's here is already cool with this. How about we all go to like an area where people aren't cool about it? Because <sighs> it's 11 p.m. I want to go to sleep tonight. We're already, we already got, you preaching to the choir already. We already got this message when we were born. Uh, forward unto yawn. Thank you for joining the conversation. Uh, forward unto yawn says, be strong, people. Turn the other butt cheek. I agree. Uh, wait, it's just me here. Echo, echo, echo. This is fun. Yes, it is just you here. I, and blurred words. And Sarah Hofstede art. Forward unto yawn says, people judge you based on the experience they went through. Yes, correct. That is true. That is a very astute observation, you know, and that's why it sometimes can hurt superficially. It can bruise my ego to be like, oh, you're coming at me saying I'm hateful or hurtful 
because I said you guys. But I understand that perhaps you have had a different experience with that from where you're coming from. So I'm just going to let it roll off my back. Hopefully you could let that roll off your back. I don't know. But it's not the, if we're going to fight about this, that's not going to be constructive. We should join forces and become the Voltron of uh, speech. You know what I'm saying? I'll form the head. I'm a lion. Um, he ain't lying. So people judge you based on the experience they went through. I, I totally agree. Yeah. So you got to let it roll off your back. You got to be like, oh, you've had bad experiences in the past and you're associating me with those, even though I have nothing to do with that. Okay. I got to tell you, I've been, I've been having a hard time with that recently. I've been having a real hard time with that recently because I had a situation um, several months ago, if not half a year ago, where I was like, uh, in a situation where I was just being misjudged and miscalculated. I was being talked about instead of talked to, talked, having a conversation with. I was being talked about and things were being decided about me and my character without having consulted me. <laughs> so it's not a very, it's not a very good feeling to be trapped in someone else's idea of you instead of being able to defend yourself. It's not, it's not fun. Sarah Hofstad Art reminds us that projection is the constant human affliction. Also, affliction is a terrible brand for like bros. Affliction, remember those affliction t-shirts? What are we at, a, like a Nickelback concert right now? Sarah Hofstad Art says, every problem I've ever had starts with me and my reaction to it. Interesting. Well, that is true. So this is, again, I bring up the Stoics, Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, the ancient Stoics. They would say, the only thing, you can't control the weather. Say you're like a, uh, say you're a football player. You can't control the weather. You can only control the way you play that day. You can't control the terrain. You can only control the way you play that day. You can't control the other team's plays. You can only control how you play that day. You can't control your teammates. You can only control how you play that day you can't control the you know um what people say to you you can only control how you react to that and how you, if you take it to heart if you take it in like and it's hard not to it's so hard to not take things personally it's so hard especially when people got you so wrong you know and you see it you're like wait a minute i didn't even get a chance to defend myself and you got me wrong <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to defend myself. And now you're dragging me. You're dragging me on the internet. Cool. You want to talk about this? You want to have an actual conversation? No, they don't. They want to be validated in their own preconceived notions so that their existence and their explanation and the story that they tell themselves about their life is uh, doesn't change, you know? They want to be like, my story is the same because watch what happened to me again. Watch what happened to me. This is how people come at it. They're like, they're very victimized mentality. They're like, this happened to me. It's like, well, didn't you have agency in that conversation? Couldn't you have advocated for yourself? And in in, like, couldn't I have said, you know, it's like, I clearly can, can defend myself in a conversation. I can't defend myself when I'm not, I'm not pictured. 
<laughs> you know, if someone's talking about you to 650,000 people and you're like, oh, great. How do I defend myself against that? Especially, you know, again, they didn't name me, but it's it's just not cool to just use me as an example that is inaccurate. It's an inaccurate example. Um, Sarah Halstead Art says, but also you, you did this. You, you, you. That was a reading, a dramatic reading of her, of her comment. Thank you for commenting, guys. I was going to watch Moon Knight, but I did. I ended up talking about the movie Massive Talent with Nick Cage. I got to see an advanced screening of it last night. Lionsgate special advanced screening. I got a ticket at bit one and we got, got to see it for free. Got to eat popcorn and I had Mr. Pibb. I died, Mr. Pibb. Diet, Mr. Pibb. Or Mr. Pibb X or Zero or some other term. I had some of that. I mixed a little cherry vanilla in it. Ooh, watch out. I drank two things of it. I filled it up. I went in and I had the popcorn and my soda. And then when we left, I filled it up again. And walked out with the, I said, oh, I'll take one to go. And I had one to go. And, and it was delicious, except I had to pee all night long. Like Lionel Richie. All night long. I, I don't, that was not the key. I'm sorry. Ford unto Yon says, you can control the button on the mosquito zapper. You can't control how many mosquitoes will zap themselves. You know, I, I would say also... You could control the remote, remote control, but you can't control all the garbage that's going to be on Lifetime channel. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, this is not to make fun of the Lifetime channel. There's a lot of exceptional content that people truly, truly enjoy, especially folks over the age of 100. They love that channel. If it were not for that gigantic lion's share of the viewing population that needs to be satisfied constantly... I would not have a job for the last 10 years. <laughs> it's true, though. I, I watch, I was working on a lot of Hallmark movies, a lot of Hallmark movies. And um, the best part about that is uh, there's just no minorities. Because <laughs> the old people in the Midwest, they, don't, they can't handle it. They don't want to see black and brown people unless they're the friend or something. So... Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I would note that, you know, it was fun. Here's a funny story. Here's an anecdote of working on a Hallmark movie. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to drag Hallmark or whatever. This is just an anecdote. It's some observation I meant I saw. We were working in a greenhouse in Simi Valley. So we're working at this greenhouse, right? And it's a farm and on the farm, are folks who are speaking Spanish, and I can only assume are Mexican or of Mexican descent, because this is Southern California, which used to be Mexico. And so when people complain that there's <laughs> there, a lot of people speak Spanish here, it's like, because this used to be Spanish speaking, this area used to be Spanish speaking, we speak English, people who speak Spanish should be like, I can't believe all these people are speaking English around us. Um... So I find that ridiculous, first of all. So on this greenhouse, on this farm, there's many workers over in the field who are 
they're all of what I can only imagine similar background. And then what inside the greenhouse, the extras that they hired to be greenhouse workers. Meanwhile, I see the real workers over there, but the extras that they hired, like an old white guy, an old la- uh, old white lady, like one black guy. <laughs> like they were very careful to not cast, I guess what in their minds would have been stereotypical Latin uh, Latinx people to work at this, <laughs> this greenhouse. So it was absurd. I was looking at reality and then Hallmark's version of reality, which was like not accurate. And it felt, it felt as if it's it just, it was like a weird, this is a weird world that I was living in that moment. Um, Forward unto you and says, I love free sodas. Free, free, free. My precious. My, pre- my precious. Oxus. Oxus. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do my impression of Gollum right now. I need, I need absolute silence. I need absolute silence. I need absolute silence. Um, <laughs> free unto you says, exceptional content. I come from a country with exceptional music, but we aren't exactly known for it. Uh, what, what country do you come from, Forward Unto Yon? I, I'm curious. Is it the United States? Because I'm from that country. Or is it Canada? Because, you know, you guys got Nickelback. I did mention them earlier. <sighs> Last time I saw them, I said, I want my Nickelback. Uh, but that's that. You know, that's that's just the way people be. People trying to, like, I don't know. Everything San was once Mexican Spanish. Yes, indeed. We live in Los Angeles, <laughs> which is Spanish. <laughs> I find it ridiculous. People say though, they'll like say instead of San Pedro, speaking of Pedro Pascal, instead of San Pedro, they say San Pedro. They make they take all these really, really, really Americanized ter like ways of referring to things san pedro (laughs) los feliz is where i live except i don't i live in los feliz but i don't know we all know the song feliz navidad um but that's it you know that's i I can't I, i gotta get over it i gotta get over being dragged through the mud um just hurts just feels like wow you just totally didn't we didn't see eye to eye on this conversation because the conversation was particularly um if you couldn't hear the tone of my voice in this conversation you would for instance i was being funny and they were being serious however i thought they were being funny and they thought I was being serious. So it was literally one of those things that you co- like you're coming from two different points of view. They were being serious. I was being funny. I thought they were being funny. They thought I was being serious. So clearly we missed missed the mark. Uh and then I got dragged. Oh, you come from Pakistan. Well, uh shout out to my Pakistani viewers, a friend of mine. 
um, was of Pakistan descent, my friend Atif Siddiqui. I don't hope I'm not like uh, outing him because the dude is like, he, I can't, I can't say, can't say, like, oh, I can't say about this guy, but he's, I'm not saying he's a secret agent or anything. I didn't say it. <laughs> anyway, grew up with Atif, very funny guy. This dude was one of the funniest guys I've ever known. Shout out Atif and his older brother Kashif. They were um, the funniest dudes. I was actually here's here's an example of how funny Atif is. Um, we I was playing the drums the other day on a song by Nirvana, and when we were kids, Atif, uh, my brother, my brother, and their friend Max did an air band night where they dressed up like Nirvana and pretended to be Nirvana. And I did the lights. I ran the light show. I was this little kid, and I had this one power strip in one hand, and it would flash a light on and off when I flicked the switch. And I had another strobe light in the other hand, and I could turn the strobe light up and down. So while they were playing Air Band to a track of Nirvana, which, by the way, was the very specific performance of them performing at the MTV Video Music Awards where Dave Grohl runs up to the microphone and says, Hey, Axel, Axel, hi, Axel, hi, Axel. My brother did that. Um, I controlled the lights. I was off on the side of the stage controlling the lights as a little kid. And, uh, Atif was one of the kids with the, he had like, they had a mop, they had mops on their heads to have long hair. They took mops, <laughs> actual mops <laughs> so that they could look more like me. But thank you. Welcome to the show forward unto you. And I encourage you to like the video, share it. Also subscribe. Cheers to you. You're dragging yourself too much, as some kids said. If you've been dragged, let go of the leash. Dang! That is some wisdom. That is some wisdom. Thank you for that. I needed that. Sometimes you need to hear it. Sometimes you just need to hear it. Um, but that's true. Very true. If you're being dragged, let go of the leash. That's the lesson for today, everybody. Brought to you by Forward Unto Yon. If you're being dragged, let go of the leash. Uh, Ford Atiyan says, has this Latif introduced you to some Pakistani music? I have not, uh, but here, I'm going to let you join. I'm going to give, because you're such a contributor, you you came up with the with the lesson of the day, the moral of the day. I'm going to send you an invite to the Discord so you can share with us. We have a channel on our Discord specifically for sharing songs, so you can share with us your favorite Pakistani music. Um, and it's Pakistan, right? Pakistan, is that how I say it? Because I don't want to say it wrong. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm opening up uh, here. Well, I can't do it. I'm trying to open up Discord. My computer won't allow it. You can find me on Discord, Aristotle Full Throttle. I'll, in, I'll uh, send me a request. I'll invite you. Anyway, it's still starting as I'm ending the show. I'm going to try not to... I'm going to try not to stare at this while it tries to open. I'm trying not to. I'll be right... Hold on. But I agree. I totally agree with that. If you are going to... Yeah. If you're getting dragged, let go of the leash. 
let go. That that is a really tough thing to just let things go. Um, but it's a really important thing to be able to do. Let it go, as we all learned from Frozen. Let it go. All right. Well, it's trying to resolve. I don't know. Let me wait. I think I could sign into Discord on my web browser. If I could do that, I'll send the invite. Uh, Discord doesn't want to open. Maybe there's something. Maybe the Discord servers are down. Hang on. If anybody can send an invite, I think I'm the only one who can send an invite. Just the best part of the show is when I'm trying to figure out how to use technology. But thank you for joining us, Pakistan. Um, shout out to Pakistan, the other one of the eleven nuclear countries. Listen, you guys have, you know, there's a war going on. If it comes down to nuclear war, me and you, Ford, to yawn, we're all gonna move to France. Um, sweet child of mine, Nescafe basement. Look this up. Axel can now retire. We got this replacement. Oh, dang. I'm logging into Discord. I'm going to get you an invite. Any day now. Oh. Hang on. I think I could do this. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. And I'm back. Um, I'm going to log into it on my phone. And then I'm going to copy and paste the info. So silly. So silly, isn't it? Here you go. There it is. All I had to do was copy it on my phone and then paste it on my desktop. <laughs> this whole tab. You're not on Discord. as overwhelmed the amount of social media it was being exposed to. So I dialed it down. Fair enough. You just, uh, you just follow us here on YouTube and hang out, turn on the notifications, do all the fun stuff. Thank you for joining us uh, on the show. You've been a great contributor to the conversation. Sarah Hostet Art, Forward Up to Yon, Blurred Words. Thank you guys all for being in the chat today. Um, let's build up the conversation. Let's, be a, let's, try to, let's try to work through some of this stuff. Okay? I, I do appreciate your insight and your thoughts. Well... I'm headed out, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow on on Aristotle Full Throttle. We're going to do uh, tomorrow. Today we're supposed to watch Moon Knight, but I sent out the invite. Nobody wanted to watch it with me, so we'll do something tomorrow. We'll talk about Moon Knight tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Sorry. All right, y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>